one of the CrossFit and my weights, my numbers had to come down in order to be, you know, like the whole Castro thing, run a mile in five minutes, back squat 500 pounds. In order to run that five minute mile, you can't be back squatting 700 pounds. It's not going to happen. Welcome to the Barband Podcast, where we talk to the smartest athletes, coaches, and minds from around the world of strength. I'm your host, David Thomas Tao, and this podcast is presented by Barband.com. Today, I'm talking to CrossFit athlete Griffin Raleigh, who competed as a rookie at the 2020 CrossFit Games. Griffin found the sport after a lengthy football career. He brought an immense base of strength to his CrossFit training, which is reflected in his results so far. He's one of the all-out strongest athletes in the sport, and he won the max front squat event at this year's CrossFit Games with a 490-pound lift. We discuss the limits of programming for strength and endurance, along with what Griffin thinks athletes should prioritize to excel at heavy workouts. Also, we're incredibly thankful that you listen to this podcast. So if you haven't already, be sure to leave a rating and review of the Barband podcast in your app of choice. Now let's get to it. Griffin Raleigh, thanks for joining us today. We're recording this a couple weeks after stage one of the CrossFit Games where you had to do those seven workouts in two days. How did you feel the next morning after that kind of volume? Volume was actually low uh, compared to normal training for me, honestly. Um, just because the online qualifier, like the workouts weren't that much volume, but the intensity was just stupid high. Because it was all they were all sh- more short workouts. Um, our, the only endurance workout that we had was the Nancy workout, but that really wasn't. It was that was still an intense, like you had to keep fast rounds. And all I've been doing for training was a ton of volume, like the normal games and long drawn out 40 minute, 45 minute hour workouts to be prepared for. So it was a quick switch. But I mean, honestly, being used to that, uh, the volume was nothing. It was the intensity. So I felt fine, but my quads are pretty. Pretty, pretty much in pain after day one. So, well, I mean, yeah. you, you front squatted 490 pounds, so a lot of people wouldn't have working quads after doing that. So we have to give you a little bit of credit there. So the front squat, we, we got to talk about the front squat. Of course. The, the max front squat event, you came out with a bang. It was the, the second event, I believe, and, yep. and you won it, 490-pound front squat, which a few years ago would have been unthinkable for a CrossFitter. Now it seems like you're just setting a new standard that people are going to have to catch up to. Is that the weight that you were aiming for going into that event? Did you like have a weight in mind? Uh, honestly, zero weight in mind. So I played football most of my life, and I have a still injury still that's kind of going on. I have to get around. So one thing is I don't really squat heavy very often anymore. I spent a lot, trust me, I spent years and hours dying and crying in the gym squatting. So, um, leading up to this, I was like, I, I have like, based off of the, uh, equipment list, they said we had to have a rack. And I was like, it's either a back squat, front squat or an overhead squat. So I'm going to go with it's either front or back. And I was like, it doesn't really make sense to do a back squat after the thruster workout, go with the front squat. I was hoping it was gonna be like a one rep max thrust or something, honestly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I figured it'd been a front squat, and I hadn't front squatted heavy since before I started CrossFit. And how um, long ago was that? Just to give people an idea, 
Uh, I started, so my first open was 2016 and I started CrossFit like just before that, like two months. So I, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been about four years. Now when I say heavy, like I put 400 pounds on the bar and squatted it in the front squat for eight, 10, 12 reps, but I hadn't put a one rep max on there since I was 17. And when I was in high school, I was seven, yeah, 17. I weighed 182 pounds and I front squatted 450. So I was like, yeah, if you can't front squat over that, you suck. <laughs> so, so I knew it would at least be over that, but I had, I, dude, I had no idea. I was like, whatever. But I mean, when I saw that, I was like, I'm going to, this is, this is a joke. Do you think, do you think the front squat is the, the strength event that is best for you? No, any of them. Really, any of them. And what do you, so you're, okay, let's talk about this. You're one of the strongest, you're probably the strongest male in this year's CrossFit Games field. What do you attribute to that? You're a football player. You obviously built a level of strength. Maintaining that, we see a lot of people actually lose strength if they have that high level when they get into CrossFit. Seems like you've pretty much kept that, maybe gone up a little bit. What are some of the things that you attribute to that as far as your training style? Well, there's a couple things. One is... Um, well, my dad was a strength and conditioning coach, so he also coached football. I grew up around it. That's why I said I spent hours in the gym. Like I've just, I have, I had a, tr- a training program and it made me really strong. Um, and honestly, I've gotten weaker since then, but it's impossible to keep the strength that I had when I played football. I back squatted 600 for 12. Wow. Okay. I used to be really, really strong. Now I'm just strong like have you have you heard about the sport of powerlifting because if not if not i i we have some listeners who would who would like to introduce you to that sport sir yeah well that's the thing with like crossfit like you can't you can't train like that now that was very very specific right so yeah i could have done that but i wanted to do something else so i I went into i went into crossfit and my weights my numbers had to come down in order to be you know like the whole castro thing run a mile in five minutes back squat 500 pounds in order to run that five minute mile you can't be back squatting 700 pounds it's not gonna happen right there's a very fine line of what the body can do so um with training honestly like said i it's a lot i do a lot of squat cleans i do a lot of biking i'm honestly for fast switch muscle fiber people which is me i'm really fast i can run 40 really quickly um when you do more endurance based stuff you still get stronger you still keep that that maintenance level that you need um but like the other side of it is your bone density dude when you lift that much weight all the time for years your body becomes accustomed to it your cns is a, knows what it feels like and it's so easy to get right back to it so I mean, honestly, just touching something that's relatively heavy every once in a while, you're good to go. But I trust me, I do plenty of volume that's, I guess, heaviest perspective. Um, I mean, I'll do squat cleans well over 300, 350, 360, took 400 pounds all the time. It's, I'm squatting he- heavy when I'm doing a bunch of reps. So it just keeps it ma- like maintained. That's all. Now, when you got into CrossFit, it was after kind of after your football career was was winding down. Why CrossFit? I got to ask because there are, we cover all the strength sports at Barbend. So I, I, you know, I talk to powerlifters and weightlifters and and strongman athletes all day, and I have trouble looking at any of those sports and saying, "Hey, Griffin wouldn't be good at this." So why was it? What attracted you to CrossFit specifically? Um, honestly, my uncle. He was uh, 
when, let's see, when I was playing football, I was the year of trying to figure out what I was going to do. Um, had my pro days, had all, all that stuff, all the all-star games traveling around the country. And he asked me, he's like, Hey, I think you'd be really good at this. I want you to come out and see it. And he'd already been doing CrossFit. And I think that year, I want to see finished mm, 32nd in the world or something. And in, in the 40, it was like the 45 to 50 group at the time or something around there. Um, and he's like, Hey, I think you'd be good at this in case football doesn't work out. It probably, you know, just whatever. So I flew out to California, watched the games. Um, just as a spectator, just at the just as a spectator. Yeah. yeah. I had, I had no idea what was going on. Nothing. I did. I knew nothing about it and just watching it. I was just like, damn, this sucks. These people are getting destroyed. <laughs> I was like, all right. Actually, and, but like the events, like when they were in the tennis stadium, I was like, I gotta be a part of this. It's like, this is just too cool. Like I, I, I gotta do it. The other thing was like one, I've always played team sports. I love team sports. I still do love them more than individual, honestly. Um, but I also have always wanted to see what I can do myself, not having anybody else, whether they pick me up or put me down. I need to, I needed to figure that out. Um, so just seeing like the challenge that it would really be, especially from like, there's a lot of football players in, in, in CrossFit, but I don't think there were any like that strong. I didn't ever see anybody that came out of this overly strong people in the CrossFit, can you adjust and change your body completely? Um, I just saw it as a complete challenge. And then the other thing is because you have to be so well-rounded at so many things, it's not just one, like, yeah, you can be strong, but you're not ever going to make the games if you're just strong. Like you have to be so good at so many things. And I've always been able to play every sport I've ever played. I was like, well, my, yeah, well, why not? Let's, let's go for it, make a decision and go for it. Um, so honestly, my uncle got me into it and I was like, this I walked into a CrossFit gym while I was there. We did a couple workouts and, uh, he was like, Hey, can you do muscle up? I was like, what the hell is that? Man, I don't, I don't know what that is. Show me. And I got up on the rings, got up there, did one immediately. He's like, all right, somebody signed this kid. He's, he's going to go to the games. You know, like it was one of those, like, all right, I'm already good at it. Let's, let's go for it. So it's kind of where it all started right there. Are there any movements that or I guess I should say categories of movements that did give you trouble. Like I, I remember learning my first muscle up. It took me a hell of a lot more than just like one session, right? <laughs> Are there any movements that did trip you up and that you really had to, in, in the four years since you started CrossFit, really at, attack just to get up to that like base level and get comfortable with? Honestly, none of the movements. Now, volume, like the only thing that was probably the hardest, I'd snatched as a kid. I can move the bar, but coming from football, I had no overhead mobility to squat snatch, power snatch all day long. Couldn't get under the bar. So I spent about a year focusing on mobility. And then my numbers, they weren't attributed to getting stronger. They were just the fact that I could get in the bottom position better. And I still, you know, like I still have have an issue with when I go to snatch, I can't walk in like normal Olympic weightlifters do and just knock out snatches. Like I have to stretch my shoulders out a ton. Um, but that's just because with football, you're internally rotated, your pecs are too tight, your calves and ankles are like, you just, you're not meant to be in that mobile position. So I had to really adjust that. But other than that, like, no, I could, I could, I could handstand walk, not very far. You know, I always screwed around I could go about 10 feet. So like, but I picked that up just practicing, you know? Um, so none of the movements, but volume, like my biggest weakness is, overhead i'm strong overhead but not for volume so it's been like it's been more like those things that i'm still working on fixing so 
Yeah. Gotcha. So you're not one of those CrossFit Games athletes that can just like walk into a random gym, see like 185 pounds on the bar, and just start squat snatching it. Like I've seen some of these some of these folks do. You're you're no. you're you're like a normal person. You have to like get by the rack and loosen up your shoulders, and it takes about forty mm-hmm. minutes. And you're like, I'm good to go, and I have about ten minutes when I'm good to go. For sure, <laughs> absolutely. Now I can walk in and go muscle snatch it, but that's not anything. Like, you know, I got got to mobilize, dude. It got to. Otherwise, I'm gonna hurt something. And but I've also been like that with every sport I've played. I always walk in, I make sure I mobilize, do the right things before. I can do a lot better job after, but before I do a pretty good job. So you qualified for this year's games uh, through uh, the it was the Nor- Norwegian CrossFit Championship. Was mm-hmm. that correct? Was yep. that your fir- was that your first time in Norway? Yeah, for sure. You're, you're not just well. I mean, you you go by CrossFit Thor on Instagram, and you have this kind of like Viking esque look. So I don't know. I was wondering if maybe like maybe that was you're from Nor- of Norwegian ancestry and why well, I am like actually yeah okay cool cool yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm German, Irish, and then Nordic, so it just it's a straight lineage. But uh, yeah, no, I saw that one of the sanctioned events was in Norway, and I was like, I gotta go. Like, I can't not go. To this. <laughs> There's no, yeah. So it was it was uh, it was it was a good time. I did not like having to run up a ski slope, but uh, it was a good time. Well, so you're. We we know how this panned out for you. Your first year as a cross as an individual at the CrossFit Games. Obviously, congratulations on the qualification and the performance in stage one. Heading into twenty twenty one, right? You're not a rookie anymore. You're a seasoned veteran, right? The 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 flash and the pop and circumstance. Well, I guess you didn't have any right. of that this year because it was all right. It was, not all, this year. it was all virtual. But you're still right. not going to be a rookie, right? No. What are you working on with one games under your belt heading into twenty twenty one? Uh, there's just, there's a couple of things. I, the next day I sat down and wrote out strengths, weaknesses. What are like, as of right now, not what I've fixed all that stuff. Honestly, there's only a couple of things that I really, really, really need to harness in so I can go finish in that top five, maybe podium top 10, somewhere in there, depending upon the workouts. Right. Um, and honestly, the biggest thing is that I am able, it's honestly just a couple specific movements, handstand pushups, simple, so simple. I have the strength to do all these strict ones, but for some reason, the moment they go for me, they go a lot of people. They're fine. They can just knock them out. Doesn't bother them. It's like the, it's like doing air squats, right? For me, it is just, it's difficult with football. You don't do overhead movements that often. And when you, I'm so much better at squatting and gymnastics other than overhead that it's it's night and day difference than like if I'm competing against Matt or Noah, they're just so good at those movements. I will I'm gonna get smoked. Right. And I did. We had we had a workout that had deficit strict handstand push-ups. Got smoked. Um so that's one big thing I've wor- got worked on that I need to continue to work on. Um the other thing is honestly like running. Like I run often but I need to be able to run with the 30 fittest humans on the planet. Right. And unfortunately, like with this online qualifier, it represented for a lot of athletes, not just me, maybe what they were had gotten better at, but maybe not everything. Um, it didn't represent a lot of what I'd worked on. Right. Like the games were all online. You can't test exactly what you're going to test at the games. My biggest issue previously was being able to do 40 minute workouts at a fast pace. I've 
I would, would have liked to test that out to see if I really did fix it. I at least thought I did, right? Um, what I didn't do were all those fast, short workouts that I was really good at. So I probably like, for me, I have to test those too. I haven't done them in a while. So I got to do a better job of making sure when I lead up to competition that I hit some of those extremely fast workouts that I'm good at, basically like Fran. Um, and then harness in that just overhead volume, which I've done, but at a fast pace where they don't blow up. So there's a couple just very specific minor things. Um, but one thing that'll fix that, just like I said earlier with mobility is if you're stacked in a better position overhead, you can pretty much eliminate your arms and shoulders blowing up as quickly. So it's something it's mobility overhead, overhead in general, biggest thing to fix. Do you have any goals for 2021 as far as placement? I mean, this year you qualified for the games. Are you, is there like a particular spot you're eyeing in 2021 and then in 2022? So there's, I mean, obviously you have your top goal. Everyone wants to beat Matt. Be honest. Good luck. Right. He is just unbelievable at the moment, but that's still your goal, right? The more attainable goals like this year, I had a lot of goals for the games. It wasn't just qualifying. Like I wanted to qualify and do well. I had, then there were some smaller goals. Hey, go in, have a couple top 10 events. Got two, right? Go win an event. Got that one out of the way. The next one, I honestly wanted to finish in the top 15, top 20. Didn't make it, didn't happen. There were two big events that just took me out of that. All I had to do is really do well in one more. And I might, I would have had that happen. Right. Um, so leading into 2021, honestly, like again, qualifying for the games, especially at this, like how hard it is at this time in the sport is extremely difficult. So that's just always a goal. Make sure you qualify. Right. Next. Now let's go win a couple more events inside there and finish into the top 10. And every year the workouts are different, right? They're always changing. Even if you're well-rounded like this year, you know, like you'd saw Vellner and Fakowski didn't finish in the top 10. And they're really, really good. There's a lot of dudes that should have. So honestly, it's like just finish in the top 10, but obviously you want to try to beat Matt. And then next year you want to try to make sure you're on the podium. Eventually not, honestly, he's, I mean, I don't know how long he wants to go. I don't know if he's trying to do a Tom Brady thing or not, but uh, I think, uh, I think right now, unless the only dude that can stop Fraser right now is Fraser at the moment. So, um, I hope that's not the case. Hopefully he's around long enough that someone knocks him off and hopefully that's me, but that's still goals. You got to have the goals to go chase down, even if they're unattainable at the moment. Well, my next question was, do you think any of the other top five men have a chance this year? And it's clear that your answer is probably no, but what do you think the podium is going to look like for that, that, the bronze and silver position or silver and bronze position? Yeah, right. Yes. Well, I get right. So here comes the next part. They're all obviously stupidly fit, right? They, they made it. On, honestly, we'll see what Dave comes out with because you never had workouts at the ranch like this, especially this stage. You know he's going to be – he's going to put the hammer down on some of these guys, um, especially with the new point system. And that's where you're going to see Matt really pull away because of how the points will be set up. Um, I honestly – I mean, my, I, I think Jeff Adler is going to do really well. I met him in Dubai a couple uh, – two years ago, and that was, that was my first individual comp. And uh, he did well out there too. And we got to talking. And since then, he has just progressed as well. And I've, 
I mean, I told him before this, before the, uh, the online games, I said, my money's on you to fit in the top five. Like, I just, I have a feeling you're going to, you're so well-rounded now. And I think he'll, if people are sleeping on him, they shouldn't be now beating Matt. That's another story, but I think like he, he's going to make some noise in some of these events. And then I was really impressed with Justin. Uh, I mean, I knew it was good just like everybody else that was in there, but he, that dude's solid, man. He, he really excelled in some events that I was like, wow, that, that's, but I mean, and then you, you've got Noah, but unfortunately, you know, if you have like, if they do some crazy rowing event, that's long distance, you know, that's, that's one of his weaknesses. He's got to, he's got to find a way to cut that down between the guys. I think all of them are, yeah, I don't know. Second place. Oh, I don't want to tell, say which guy should be where, honestly. But Matt, I'm going to tell you what right now. Matt will be in front. The rest of them are a solid toss-up. They are very equal. They all have a little bit of a hole somewhere. But if I'm going to pick one guy, I'm, I'm hoping Jeff gets there in that second spot. Noah's obviously solid. Justin's solid. All of them are solid. They're all, they're all good. But I just think you're going to have a toss-up right now between – I think I think Justin's going to get on the podium. I think he's I think he's going to do it. Speaking of Justin Medeiros, I mean, do you have a chip on your shoulder because he might be the only one whose hair could challenge your <laughs> hair for for flow game? Because because if you're listening to this podcast and not watching it, Justin Medeiros, rookie at this year's games, qualified top five, maybe the best mullet we've ever seen at this level. Definitely, of definitely best competition. mullet. And Griffin has this long kind of traditional. Like he goes, you go by CrossFit Thor. You have the Chris Hemsworth Thor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe hair. I, I, have you all talked about this? Have you all, like? Is there a message, uh, like a, an, a, a DM thread you all have going back and forth about like whose hair is better or something like that? Who's we is should we don't, but we definitely should. Um, we've been on some HQ Zoom calls and they'll throw comments around. Honestly, and I've had people throw comments around with my hair. You know. I mean, even Jacob Hebner, God, that was pretty funny. There's a video he's got on his Instagram. He's making fun of me. It's pretty good. It's pretty recent, but I mean, I mean, we don't have anything going on back and forth texting, but I mean, he's got a solid mullet going. It doesn't need to cut it. I'm someone who normally has like my hair is, as you can see, it's, it's pretty long right now, but like it gets to the full, like eight inches high. I get a nice real, real solid real solid height on the hair. So anyone who's got like, who's rocking the long curly hair, especially I got to give them a little bit of credit for that. If you're coming out with a mullet, like Justin Medeiros was, I mean, good, good, good for you, man. You're flying your own flag. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. You got to make a statement. And he did. Does your hair, (laughs) I got to ask, does your, cause this actually happened to me when I was, when I was in weightlifting, sometimes the, the bar would like catch on my hair in a turnover on like a snatch. Does your, do you, does your hair ever catch? Does it ever get in the way on any movements? Nah, I mean it's it, my hair is so straight that it like I pretty much have it always tied up in the back. Like, mm. no, nah, I have the same issue girls do with double unders, hair popping out, getting caught on that, or having it go everywhere in handstand pushups. But other than that, no, not on a bar. Um, now, if I'm doing a back squat or something like that, I got to make sure I tie it up nice and high on my head so I don't get caught. That's probably about the only thing you don't want that thing caught on a back squat. 
<laughs> that that would be uh, that's no bueno. That's no bueno for anyone. What I will say, a tip: if you have long curly hair, grow it out because you can get the afro. It actually helps on handstand pushups. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> nice. Not kidding. It's like having an ad mat on your head. It's it's the best thing. What are some events? Getting back on track here. What are some <laughs> events that you would like to see in Aromas? Because you'll be a spectator. You'll be watching along closely. I'm sure. Like, what do you want to see Castro throw at these athletes? Um, honestly, they, I mean, you didn't, they didn't test any of those long workouts, right? You have to, you've got, you have to test that type of fitness. Um, I hope they make it fun for them. I hope it's not just, Hey, like, let's kill them and see what happens. Right. It, that totally it might be that it might be, it really might be who can suffer the most here. Um, I hope that's not where they aim it. I think I, and I don't, I think he'll make it spectator friendly Castro will make it a pretty cool event to actually go watch. Um, but I honestly think they, they need to have a swim. They need to go ahead and take a bus and go out there. When we were planning on going out there originally, I was like, it's not that far from the water. They're going to put it on a, on a bus and take us out there, right? Um, on, you know it would be cool? Do a sprint try. Do a sprint triathlon, right? It's a good test of all fitness. We only had a short, short run in Nancy. You get a decent distance run. You can have a bike ride, and you can swim. Unfortunately, you'd have to map that out, but you only got to take care of 10 athletes total right right and they've done that so, before we've seen a sprint try at the games right you know, almost a decade ago at this point right i think it's i think it's time to bring some version of that back um i mean even if you got to ride the bike through the hills of aromas you know like make make something a little bit if you're doing this for the one like one time ever make it a cool event make something something real interesting the other thing is you you obviously need to hit more heavy lifts even though it's the top of the crossfit pyramid like people said the overhead squat was heavy at 185. Almost every athlete went unbroken. The girls were 125. They almost all went unbroken. It's not. Um, so that wasn't a heavy event. The deadlift at 315, that's not heavy for the games athletes. You had one heavy event, which was your front squat, right? But there was, there's no skill on that. There's no high skill, heavy movement. So you need to test being able to snatch heavy under fatigue or clean and jerk or whatever under heavy fatigue. So go ahead and do that sprint try directly into a one rep max snatch or something, you know, like that's kind of like they did that, uh, that long run in aromas and they did deadlift ladder. I mean, you can make it something similar to that. I think that would be pretty cool to see. And then honestly, you, we didn't see any gymnastics on the rings other than chest to bar on the bar. Like you need to be seeing toes to bar, bar muscle ups, and you see high volume of that. Um, so uh, that's what I'm assuming I'm going to see, but I think you also, just like you normally do, he throws out some event, some movement, something you've never done. Um, I think they should bring back something that not like make something like the pig, you know, can you move that? That's a strong man event. You didn't see anything strong man. And at the games, you always see something like that. So I think it'd be pretty cool for to see something like that tossed in an aromas. What is an event or a, a movement that might be a little more uncommon that you think you'd be the best in the world at? Like design your perfect your perfect games workout the the Griffin Raleigh special, Ooh, something oh man some like high box jump overs you can't touch the box, right? So already it's going to eliminate a lot of dudes. Anything power whether it's heavy power snatches heavy power cleans I like doing those better because you know what anybody can get under a bar. Are you strong enough to be explosive enough to pull the bar up? Um, in sprint intervals, and honestly, it could be anything with with a heavy yoke. 
Ooh, that sounds like a fun workout. I'm going to write that and I'm going to yeah. do that in off season. Um, <laughs> and then honest, and then throw in some, some super, some high volume gymnastics, whether it's bar muscle ups or whatever. This, uh, sounds, like like the, this sounds like the world's most grueling chipper. You got to do like 50, 30 inch box jump overs, no touching the box into, into like a heavy yoke carry across the field into 60 chest to bar pull-ups and then, (laughs) and bar muscle ups. And then what else am I missing here? I mentioned some heavy power cleans and then, and then like, and then 295 pound power cleans for 15. Yeah. Or you can make it get heavier every, every round. I'm cool with that too. This sounds terrible. I don't want to ever train with you. This sounds awful. <laughs> that sounds like a great time. <laughs> this mm. is like a full afternoon for most people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when obviously you'll people don't realize when you get training, the game's training's different. It's extremely high volume. I mean, you're just working out all day. The volume is on another level. Yeah, because you have to simulate. You have to simulate an experience at the games. Because it's fine if you can do it for one day, but guess what? The games is never just one day. You have to yeah, be able it's to get only up about the next, four. Yeah, you have to be able to get up the next day and do it again, as we saw at stage one. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's why I said at the beginning that was not that much volume. I like you saw like Matt was like, this is just another. This is easier than training. Other than he had to go as fast as he ever had to go because you know you couldn't see people's scores, but like volume wise. That's why you saw him put up some times that were just unreal. Like on the Fran workout or the uh, Diane workout, it was just so fast. The, the Fran workout, like what is he got like three minutes and eight seconds or something like that. Yeah. It, it, that blew my mind. I actually did not think that was possible to do that workout that quickly. I had a bad feeling he was going to go that fast um, because I broke it down in my head time-wise. Like if you go unbroken, you could almost fit it all each round in a minute can you hold that the only person i think that could do that would be matt and he did it and i was like wow all right great and then the rest of us were like within nine eight nine seconds of us from second to ninth like where mortal some more are in that workout <laughs> uh yeah he was averaging you know 40 movements a minute basically because it was yeah. 21 thrusters 21 chest bar pull-ups he averaged a little over a minute per round so he's averaging roughly 40 40 reps a minute which is just a pace it's like a it's a factor ahead of everyone else right now on mm-hmm. that sort of workout yeah i mean if you dr- like even though 115 to 95 on a thruster change like isn't that much but in that speed of a workout it's drastic it's a I mean, if you had changed that workout and made it like a little bit less reps in 135, it doesn't matter. That's an entirely different workout again. So like they found, Castro found a way to put the right stimulus that put people to wanting to just die. Because I mean, I wasn't okay for about an hour after that workout. Having to turn around and go into a front squat, I was like, I grabbed the bar and I was like, I don't even want to do this. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, we're glad you recovered from that and it sounds like you're back to training or you're about to, you're, this is the last day of your vacation. You're going to be back to training and back to feeling that terrible, awful, awful. Oh yeah. Where is the best place for you, for people to keep up to date with your training? I know you're a prolific poster on social media. You post a lot of cool stuff, especially some heavy barbell, bell, barbell movements, which we all love to see. So how do mm-hmm. we follow you on social? Honestly, just go to my Instagram, CrossFit Thor, because while well, I'll be, I've had a million people ask me about strength programs because that's what I've done my entire life. So I decided I'll, you know what, I'll write, I'm going to actually release 
what I used to do to get strong. You want to get strong? It works. It's not for the fan of heart. You'll probably shed a tear. My dad used to yell at me while I was squatting and I cried in the middle of it. It was a great time, right? Uh, I'm going to give that to people and let, if they want to, if they want to buy that and use it. Um, I'm also going to give out Olympic lifting programs, just a squat program and accessory program because I didn't squat for the past couple of years and I've only been doing accessory work to make sure that was okay to be prepared in case it ever showed up. Um, so I'll give stuff out like that too. Cause I just had a lot of people ask about it. Um, but I mean, that's, I, I, I've also had people ask me to start a YouTube. So I'll probably, I'm going, I'm not probably, I'm going to start a YouTube where not just of me working out. Cause you can watch that almost anywhere. I'm honestly going to break down some of the videos, break down some of the lifting, what I'm good at, how to do it, how to fix things. I know there's a lot of stuff out there, but hey, I mean, if people are coming to me and want to hear the right things, I'll tell them the right things. I don't want to have misinformation out there, right? Um, so yeah, I'll be throwing a YouTube together along with what I already do. Um, and hopefully between that, everyone's getting enough content that they can one, learn and enjoy what I'm doing for them. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us today, Griffin. Really enjoyed getting to talk to you. Yeah, man. I appreciate you having me on here.